Welcome to Film Study, an all-American podcast with Lexi. I'm Lexi. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share, and comment all of the things. Uh, Here's an episode on Jordan Baker and just reviewing his characters from season one up through season 4A. So we did this before uh, 4.08, and and, uh, Homecoming episode one premiered. So it was a little bit of a while ago, but hope you enjoy it. And I'm really excited because I've been trying to do this particular breakdown for a while, but I have Noel on. I stalk his Twitter all the time. (laughs) And we're gonna be talking about Jordan Baker. So let's get into it. Number one. Noel, thanks for joining the pod. Thanks for having me. When I got your message, I was like, me? Like, of all people, me? (laughs) (laughs) No, you're so funny. You're so funny. Um, And I know that you love Jordan. And again, I've been trying to do this, this breakdown on Jordan's character for a while. Uh, So you, um, what do you think sort of about Jordan's character overall? Overall, I feel like he's an easy character to understand. Like, I feel like the audience kind of gives him too much crap. Like, I feel like it's they act like it's so hard to understand him. Like, he comes from a rich family, and he has problems with trying to be enough. Like, I feel like that's something anybody right. can relate to. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I always say that, um, I say that uh, in, in Transparency, Jordan is probably if if I had tiers of character, Jordan's probably somewhere in the second tier uh, of my favorites uh, because I I think Jordan is hilarious and I think that I uh, he's really uh, up and down for me but I don't like there's some characters that I just don't like in the show uh, and Jordan is not one of those characters I think Jordan is funny <laughs> is where I'm at most of the time. <laughs> Uh, and he's he's good natured, and I think that he has a good heart. He just gets himself into trouble a lot. Of yeah, time. exactly. Um, for sure. But I I do uh, hear where you're coming from, and I agree. Is that I think he 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 de- he definitely gets a bad rep for, sometimes. For sure. For sure. I think it's just like anytime he like I guess bothers or like does something complicating right. him and Spencer's <laughs> relationship. That's where people exactly. draw the line. He's definitely a hothead, and yeah. he yeah he gets himself into trouble. I think that's that's what makes him a great character because like he can't just be perfect all the time, you know. Like there's got to be the levels. Like there's got to be stuff that makes you want to go, Ugh! you know. Right. Exactly. No, I feel you. I feel you. Um, and so thinking about season one and sort of where we meet Jordan, uh, he's you know the captain of the football team. Uh, he sort of very quickly, I think, welcomes in quotation Spencer. (laughs) Spencer uh, to Beverly. Uh, As we know, he and Spencer got off to a a bit of a rocky start um, because something that's core to Jordan's character is his relationship or lack thereof with his dad. Um, And I think he and Spencer share that, is like this... uh, them both sort of having these issues with their their dad. Spencer, it was all about trying to prove his his um, father wrong, and I think for Jordan, it's about trying to prove, like, to, trying to prove himself to his dad. Yeah. Um, and so right away we see that sort of impacting 
Spencer's sort of welcome into into the Beverly world. Uh, but what did you think about Spencer Spencer and Jordan's whole relationship in season one and how Jordan handled that? Season one, there was definitely a progression with them, but I feel like I, re- I really like them in season one because I feel like by from the beginning to the end, you could just tell that they were solidified as brothers by the end. Because, mm-hmm. like, first Jordan, right. like, literally tried to get him kicked out. And then by the end of season one, wait, I'm, I'm trying to make sure I'm not messing up season one and season two. No, by the end of season <laughs> no, one, you're, you're right, you're like, right. they play in the you championship to, game together and all that. I was about to say that, like, yeah. Jordan supported him leaving, but I was like, wait, no, that was season two. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, no, you're right, though, is that, but, you know, when we first, when we sort of first go into the show, uh, he messed up Spencer's transfer permit, Uh, he, um, but I think after that is really where uh, Jordan starts to realize, like, hey, I'm being too, too hard on Spencer, Um, my real issues with my dad. Uh, and he starts to really, like you said, view him as a brother. And so he um, just goes through the season sort of getting closer to uh, go closer to Spencer. Um, he literally and went just to like throughout... their cookout, literally, like episode three. He literally right, yeah, yeah, like over early to on he went to, yep. exactly to Crenshaw to hang out with him to see, to see what he's about. Um, and you get this sense that Jordan just sort of really... Um, <laughs> And I know some people might disagree with me on this, but I think the the sense that Jordan really cares for the people that he he really starts to get to know, and I think we saw that uh, early on because he did spend that time in Crenshaw uh, with with Spencer. But apart from Spencer, you know, you in the first season we see Jordan sort of go through a, a range of different experiences. Really, he thought that. Uh, he thought that Spencer was his half brother yeah. at some point and like dragged Olivia into this like quest to find out if Spencer was their half brother. Spoil alert, obviously he's not. And then he got himself into trouble because he was dating Ripley, this girl from a different high school and his teammates weren't happy about it. And she got him to, to, um, to smoke pot and he almost got in trouble with a d- drug test. Uh, we see him like coming to terms with his relationship with football and just all of these things. Like he was, I forgot how much, how many storylines Jordan had and how much he was involved with in right? season no, I, one. No, I forgot about the whole drug test thing. Like in how Billy, <laughs> like I was, they, they was doing the most. They were, they were doing the most. They were absolutely doing the most. But I think all of, all of that can be encapsulated. I think Jordan's story in season one is again, sort of trying to impress Billy and specifically trying to impress Billy with uh, football. Because later on in the season, we see him start to uh, train with his grandfather, GW, um, and build this connection with him because you know, he thinks that his dad isn't pushing him hard enough. And he sees other guys on the team. He sees Spencer, you know, as great as he is at football, he sees Chris, right? He sees all of these other all these other people who are really good at football. And he's just like, my, my dad doesn't push me to be that great. And so that's really his goal at the end of season one is to be the best at football that he can be, um, again, to sort of impress his dad. And then starting to figure out that he wants football for himself, but really 
that sort of all blows up uh, because of the affair. Oh, I mean, literally, literally, I forgot. So much stuff happened in season one. Like, right. Like, wow. Right, right, right. So, uh, thinking about his relationship with GW, why do you think Jordan connected with him so easily? I think he connected to him so easily because I guess, in a sense, it was helping him, like, discover, like, where exactly his father came from because i feel like the thing with jordan is he he wants his father's approval like during the it was like the game his father didn't let him play he like trained with gw got gw to convince billy to let him in if i'm correct Mm -hmm. yeah and like i feel like the way he was able to connect with gw so easily was because he just wanted to be accepted and like gw was willing to essentially get back at billy in a way Right. <laughs> Facts. Uh, what I always laugh about when we think about this GW thing, and I need to, um, I meant to go back and look at how this resolved itself, but it was so funny because then GW ended up asking Jordan for money. So, <laughs> so that relationship soured a little bit. Uh, but eventually, like, eventually he was just like, he's my grandfather and, and, you know, it, it resolved itself, but that was so fun. Jordan is just so um, trusting of people. Really I think is. in season one, especially, he's super, super naive. Uh, he he blindly trusts like Ripley. Ripley. Yeah. She gets him into trouble. Uh, and yeah, he's just like, I, I think he goes about life sort of very naively. And he's like, you know, freaking out about this drug test, doesn't know what to do. And then he's just, he thinks the drug test test just sorted itself out until he finds out the Billy covered for him. Like he just goes uh, about life sort of very, um, almost carefree. Yeah, I think that yeah. would be a really good way to describe Jordan. Um and but that again, we talked about how he's kind of a hothead, and so when his world comes crashing down and he can't be as carefree anymore, when he finds out about his dad's affair, we really see him like shifting into season two. We see him sort of like lashing out, acting out, you know, yeah. <laughs> in Olivia's words, like his own gross, weird version of the Bachelor, <laughs> like. Just dating all of these women, uh, getting high. Like I think he was like getting high while crashing a car, right? I think that's what was happening. Yeah, and it was like a different girl, like every scene, <laughs> every single, every single scene. Uh, so much so again that like Laura ends up grounding him uh, because she gave them too much leeway, and then after he's grounded, because Billy's trying to get on his uh, back on his good side. Uh, he just sort of lets Jordan get away with it, and 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 Jordan ends up crashing a car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I remember one of the scenes where Jordan really he just ends practice. He's like, I think we're done for the day, or something like that. Right? He, he yeah. Really just had that <laughs> much was, control, like because Billy just wanted to be on his good side. He was wild. Yeah, he was really he was really wild. <laughs> no, I can't. Like especially on the football field, he would just challenge his dad all of the time. Uh, and even Spencer was like, "Dude, you're you're being a right. distraction at this point. Like, this is crazy. This is crazy." Um, but yeah, so he just continues this. Doesn't really learn his lesson. Like I said, Laura grounds him. But something that we that we all know sort of eventually teaches him this lesson that you can't just sort of go through life as carefree as you've been going through life is the fact that you know it's his birthday. 
he's been he's been uh, sleeping with all of these women. And Simone comes to him and says, "I'm pregnant, and the baby is yours." <laughs> oh my god! Or so he thought at the time. <laughs> no, but what I really like is he really stepped up, though. He did. He did. And let's. Uh, I'm. I'm excited to talk about him stepping up because I feel like that. That was really a shift. Um, Ca- a character shift development for his character. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. again, before that time, he had been like acting out, lashing out. Even when he wasn't acting out and lashing out, like we said, he was very carefree, very naive, immature. But I think this we time, just say it. immature. <laughs> yeah, immature too. Immature. Um. And so this time it's really like causing him to think about what's next. Uh, And since he's now found out that he wants football, not just for his dad, but for himself, he starts to try to balance this idea of being a dad and uh, also being a good football player. So what do you think he, how, how do you think he dealt with that? Honestly, I think he really, he dealt with it like for, for a 17 year old. It was mature because he he left the game. I think it was like a scrimmage or right. something. He left to go to the clinic and well, not the clinic, but like the appointment. And like he really stepped right. up because like everybody knew he had to step up, and he just went ahead and did it. Like and exactly, even like after he found out it wasn't his, like he was still there for her. Like I think that's important. Like despite like how everything turned out like he was still there like he didn't leave like he was gonna but then live yeah olivia talked to him and like she just we just hit the nail head on like you can't just like abandon her you know like she trusted you exactly yeah simone trusted him like and like even like the whole like what's his name dane is it dane (laughs) simone right dane like he's he's literally only just pops up just to like be like oh how you doing Baker boy like something like that like like he really right. he, Jordan like really stepped up like I feel like yeah. out of all the seasons season two is his most character development right no no and I agree and I think um, it was really interesting to see those those extremes because I think season two we saw the worst of Jordan for sure oh, yeah two t- a we also saw. Yeah, exactly. And we saw the best of Jordan and Jordan really learning how to take, uh, again, take responsibility with the help of Liv. I got to shout out Liv, my my favorite character. Um, But like with the help of Liv uh, and her sort of saying, like, you got to man up, take responsibilities. Uh, His father, Billy, actually, and this is one thing that I did appreciate is that you know, Billy didn't necessarily tell him what to do, but when Jordan chose to do the right thing, he said, you know, I was waiting on you to make that decision. Yeah. Uh, when he was like at a, I think it was like at a scrimmage or something. And he yeah. was just like, I got to yep. leave the scrimmage and be there for Simone. Um, and he also learned because again, his, his parents are still, you know, yeah. still <laughs> separated rocks, and like... everything that's going on is going on. And so he, uh, he's learning again that he, it's not just one or the other parent that he can go to, that he can go to both parents and he can say how he feels about their relationship. Right. When they're, when they attend that therapy session and he's just like, you know, my mom doesn't think we hear her crying like in the shower. And I don't think that's the (laughs) sign of a healthy relationship. So he's starting to be uh, more vocal about 
things exactly growing up and about the, the way that he the way that he feels and, and like you said sort of becoming a bit more a bit more mature for sure and sort of being and like like being honest like he was forced i think to come <laughs> become a little bit more mature no, with yeah. the situation with Simone. uh but try not to get jumped <laughs> Yes, so he's learning, yeah. learning um, to become more mature. Um, and so, with that being said, uh, he's he's manning up. He's taking responsibility for his actions, and then he finds out that uh, it's not his. It's not. You are not the father. It's not his baby. <laughs> no, I, I no, because I remember watching it. I was just like. Oh. Like, cause I was just like, right. that's, that's crazy. Like, I didn't, cause I honestly thought he was, cause I thought the way they were going with that storyline, it was he was really just gonna have the baby with her and become a teen dad, right? Or like adoption. Exactly. That's what that's what I thought it was gonna lead to. But like, then yeah. it's not his. It was really surprising when it happened when she was just like, "It's not yours." I was like, right? what? I was just like, what? He, 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 the, the, he got the the family heirloom like what <laughs> exactly oh first of all i was upset that billy even gave him the family heirloom in the first place and the fact that he was gonna give it away to Simone, i'm like sir he's not even your baby you give it up trying to give away your family like he was still trying to give wasn't he still trying to give it away after the yes like, he literally was still like here you go all of this is yours um but like to that point it's so funny because we saw him again. He, um, like, like we said, like he's a hothead and he sort of just does, he, he, he acts very much in the moment. Um, and he reacts very quickly to things. And so immediately his reaction to that was, and of course, right. Rightfully show was to be angry. Um, but again, Liv was just like, you know, there are no sides in terms of am I on your side or am I on Simone's side? I'm on the side of the baby. Yeah. And like it or not, like this girl is in high school and she's having a baby and she's very scared. And so even though his immediate reaction was to run anger, yeah. right, to run, that conversation with Liv really made him think broad like think more broadly about what was going on. And I think for him in that sense, it became once again, sort of about not just like, you know, this isn't my baby anymore, so I don't have to be responsible, but to just be caring, even if it's not his. Exactly. Yeah. And what I think is interesting (laughs) about that is that he, this is sort of, (laughs) and now listen, listen, listen. (laughs) (laughs) some people are not gonna be happy with me because i said this but this is sort of before he he and simone really have like their their, that their romance is starting yeah that he goes to simone right after she says all of this and um he's just like you know i want to be there for the baby the books are yours like this is yours like i'm still gonna be in the baby's life and so he built a connection. And I think that that idea that, you know, being on the baby's side really stuck with him. And I don't know, I'm 
like this is just theory that I have, but like maybe it's because of his dad. Like so, maybe this yeah. stems from his issues from his dad, and he's just like, you know what? I also like want to be there for this baby. It's he not, doesn't you know, want to make the same fault. mistakes his father made. That's how I see exactly. it. Exactly exactly and even though the baby wasn't his he felt that sense of responsibility even after knowing even after knowing that the baby wasn't his and even before really really falling for Simone he took that responsibility so I just think that's really something interesting that I don't think that I had noticed about um about Jordan's character um in that but sort of after that we really see him starting to get back to normal and like back to normal but better like more mature he's growing up a little bit um and so you know he he's doing things like like reconnecting with his dad um you know working to get his his um his dad his job or like keep his dad's job for him like when when the uh when beverly is going crazy (laughs) you know standing up for his dad and things like that which is something that was shot like wow right yeah exactly all while spencer is shot being there for spencer being at the hospital um being there for layla (laughs) (laughs) what i what i think is the cotillion episode like literally how was i not supposed to ship them like (laughs) right because like, right, I it literally right. seemed like you forgot about Simone. Like, sorry. <laughs> right. What, what happened to Simone in the Cotillion right. episode? I want to. I want to know about that. But again, to say that, like, uh, Jordan really fell for Simone. I think after the Cotillion, after you know, he found out that the baby wasn't his. I don't think that he was necessarily um, trying to get back into a relationship with Simone. Mm-hmm prior to sort of almost the ending of season two uh and it was like after helping her out and after connecting with her through being there for her that's when he really was just like i like you you know and, and she i, made I the highlight thank reel. you i forgot about that right she after she made the highlight reel she was just like oh the, this he was just like this girl cares for me and so i that, like do i care for her yeah i care for her that's a good good deal and so it that really started to come sort of in the later episodes in my opinion um, of uh, of season two was him really starting to be there for Simone. But this was happening, you know, again, as he was reconnecting with his dad, um, like after the whole cotillion situation. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like if, if the cotillion episode didn't exist, then I guess I would be like, okay, I guess we are clowns and stuff, but come on now. Like the, 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 the second oh, thing. Jadela? Or Jadela? Yes, <laughs> Like the second scene when he's looking at her at the, at the table, right, right, yeah, the the look, the look that he gave her at the table. I'm gonna say this. I and again, I only saw this preparing, preparing for this podcast. Like this is something I just noticed. The, the um the episodes that had like the the skating rink and the cotillion were back to back, and so what's interesting is that as Layla is in rehab, again, thinking about like what's happening in the background, we all know that Jordan was saying these things like, shouldn't you just be honest with her? And like, how's Layla? So he was already like pretty concerned about Layla. I think um, even before the cotillion, like in this very same episode, right? Where he's like, 
how's Layla? Should you be honest with her? As as Olivia and Asher, you know, yeah. starting to date. Thank goodness that's over. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Right, exactly. Thank goodness that's over. But he was concerned with Layla while she was in rehab, and then after she came out of rehab, uh, then he's just like, you know encouraging her and saying like it's okay and I as you mentioned like the look and encouraging her with Spencer so that was just really interesting that those two situations were back to back and you know as he's encouraging her with Spencer that's you know after that is when he starts to fall more heavily for Simone (laughs) Uh, be that as it may connect the dots where you will that's all I'm gonna say (laughs) Because what what I notice with them is every time they give each other advice, like the each other will like start going to, to, towards a person. Right. Yeah. Right. For sure. For sure. They definitely give each other, uh, I think, advice about love very yeah. often in, in the future. Um, and very often, meaning like for the amount of scenes that they have together. But yeah, that that like that's sort of season two. Um, again, he's grown up a little bit and he's he's matured and he's you know starting to really say like I'm I'm gonna slow down and I'm gonna you know be you know be with Simone and enjoy it and see where it goes and as we get into season three we see they grew so close right that they fell in love (laughs) the marriage (laughs) the marriage right they grew so close that they fell in love and they got married um and they got married at the time where they said, like, it doesn't... It doesn't, like, mean... Matter. Yeah. Right, right. Like, well, like, it doesn't matter about, like, where we are in life. It doesn't matter our, our our differences or, you know, how much we know about each other or how soon it is, is that we, we love each other and we want to show that. And I think that's really... Um, I think that's admirable to go, go for something that you want like that. Uh, and again, I think that Jordan seems to like fall headfirst into whatever he's doing, and so it makes a lot of sense for him to to do that. Out of all the couples to get married first on the show, like them, it didn't it surprised me. But at the same time, I was like, the way the relationship, like they just like go for their milestones so fast, like it didn't it didn't like surprise me. For sure, for sure. Um, and so we obviously, the audience, we as the audience didn't know about Vegas until <laughs> episode seven. But what we do see is Jordan and Simone getting closer and him being very concerned with, again, like being there for her and juggling these these responsibilities. Um, we see that, you know, his dad isn't at Beverly anymore. His dad is now the coach at Crenshaw. And so he... Um, he, I think he he struggles with that abandonment. I feel like right. <laughs> Spencer left too, and then having right. Spencer left as well, and having to sort of even though he was already the team captain, right? He's d- done all this work uh, to train with GW, etc. Uh, he helped sp- train Spencer a little bit um, in in uh, season two. Um, so he's done this work and really put in the effort in football, and he's just like. You know, who am I without my dad on the football field, without Spencer next to me? Obviously, they went to the championship with Spencer, so that's a really big deal. Um, And so he 
is sort of in the situation where he has to impress coach Montez. Um, and he really, he struggles with that at first uh, until he finally starts to sort of carve out his own leadership, uh, leadership on the football field, apart from his dad and apart from Spencer. So what did you think about that? I really, that's why I, I, that's one of the main parts I really liked about season three, even though that season was very rocky, is that he starts to come into his like own, like, in terms of, mm-hmm. like, what he wants and how he's going to go about it. Like, because during season three, we, a lot of stuff happens to him. The marriage, the football, the concussion. The concussion story right. was so sad. Because, like, he, he didn't think he was going to be able to play football, like, for the championship game. Or was it, like, ever again? I think it was just... The, I think it was ever again. Yeah. Like... That's that's crazy because I think what he was trying to do is he was just trying he was trying to prove that he is enough because Montez, right? She she wasn't like could the <laughs> I'm trying to find the word she wasn't like babying him no, like his father because like even though his dad's hard on him his dad does like still see him as a child and right. like Montez she was just treating him how to be the best player he can be because she knew that he has potential exactly. right. Right, for sure. <laughs> you're you're absolutely spot on. And um, that being said, like you said, is like he was trying to prove his worth. And I think that follows through because, you know, he ends up cheating yep. his uh, concussion. concussion protocol after he got a concussion, goes back too early, uh, gets knocked out of a game. And then uh, we see this really big um, theme with him that I think that because of everything else, <laughs> that was going on in that season really got a bit, I think, overlooked. Right. Right. Well, and he like legitimately Spencer points it out is that he's in a bit of a depression, yeah. right? He even tells Simone, like in between you, you think he goes through this sort of up and down, like he's fine. He has this talk with Spencer um, about how, you know, people don't need to tiptoe around him. And then the very next episode he says things like to Simone, like you hitched your life to a guy that had a future and I don't have a future and without football and nothing. And so he really got into a bit of a, a like mild depression there, which is so, so interesting. And what pulled him back, uh, I think was football and his love for football and then trying to be, trying to be great. And I just, I think that's so, so interesting because I'm like, I don't know if Jordan has a I don't know if Jordan has reached a place where he has a healthy relationship with football yet. Yeah. Cuz I feel like he's he's just been playing cuz that's all he knows. Right. 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 And to say something like I'm nothing without football is really interesting. So now I'm you know, I'm happy that he's put in work. Obviously, he ends up training with Spencer and getting back and you know, doing the championship and this is going a little bit into season 4 as well and he um, you know, starts to focus on getting a scholarship and is really concerned about like where he's going to be uh, play at college. Um, but it will be interesting to see, you know, with him not being starter level mm-hmm. for college, is he going to start to explore himself? <laughs> we'll get into this, like where we see his character going. But are are, the, are we going to see him sort of start to explore more things outside of football? Um, and start to to realize that 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 football isn't isn't everything. Cause like you see, like everybody has their like their niche thing. Like uh, Olivia, journalism, 
Spencer football, <laughs> Layla, her music, like, you right. see, like, they have their other interests outside of football, because Spencer, his main interest is his family, his family, his friends, right. Superman, I'm gonna call his him community, Superman. yeah, his yeah. community, and, like, everybody, they see, they have, like, a plan, like, what they're gonna do outside of, like, football, like, even JJ, like, influencer, but, like, Jordan, mm-hmm. all we know is that he likes football. Like, we don't know what he likes outside of football, what he wants to do if he couldn't play football. Like, we don't, we haven't get, really gotten into that much. Right, right, right. And so it'll be interesting to see where they take his, um, where they take his story in relation to football because we've seen him now achieve this degree where it's just like, okay, you're going to be a, a, a walk-on um a walk-on quarterback. He has a walk-on offer um, to, to or like, what is it called? Reserve. Uh, but it, it, either way, to be like a secondary quarterback for uh, Golden Angeles. I I yeah. always want to call it the Golden Arches. Because I keep calling it So with that being said, so that was Jordan in football and all of that through season three and the other half of that, which we already started to talk about was him and Simone and him and Simone getting married. Um, and really just throughout season three, trying to navigate their marriage, um, eventually their parents finding out and we weren't sure if they were going to, uh, stay married, but then they, the, the parents ultimately decided like, yes, you can stay married. (laughs) It's about to be like official, official. You're already married. We're about to have a ceremony. And bam. <laughs> uh, what I wonder is, uh, is Simona's like, I want to go to Princeton. Simona's <laughs> like, I want to go to Princeton. And Jordan was ready to follow her to Princeton. But there were, in particular, uh, the in the people who knew about it, there were only two people who knew about it. But the two people who knew about it, the two uh, two of the women in his life, mm-hmm said is this really your is this really your dream yeah uh and the first question the the question that i just asked that came from layla mm-hmm. yeah and <laughs> this that, that seems honestly so underrated really why, why, why do you think that i feel because I, I people do like to make a lot of parallels to it to from the scene from 406 but i feel like it's very mm-hmm. underrated because she's like because she's kind of reading him in a sense she's just like is this really yeah. what you want or what simone wants and like it's a very understanding right. like that's why i look love, love about their friendship relationship whatever people want to call it is that right. they're, they're very understanding of each other like i feel like people yeah. over uh, overlook that like, I get it if you don't want to ship them, but, like, you gotta admit, they're very understanding of each other. That's very true. No, what I, what I think is interesting about that scene is, like, <laughs> the, almost, like, I don't know, the audacity of Layla to say that to this man who's about to, to get, get married. married. Like, like again. he's, in effect, he's following his wife, and she's just like, what do you mean? Like, that's just absurd to me. And like it's really funny that she's just like, oh, why would you? Why would you follow your wife to to Atlanta? <laughs> Don't you have dreams here? No, and it like everything that she was saying was correct, but the fact that she was she was essentially stopping the wedding, <laughs> essentially stopping the wedding. But not even that. Just like the fact that she felt bold enough to say it. Um, At the rehearsal, and, and you know. It, <laughs> 
right at the rehearsal. Um, and then obviously his his like actual wife says says the same thing, and he, she's just like, "Bringston is my dream, and I know that it's not yours, and I want you to accomplish your dreams." And so I think one some of the things that I appreciate about Simone and Jordan's relationship is that they they are very honest with each they other. They want what's I best think, for each like, other, like. Above they all. want what's best with for each other for sure um and you know even though right they said like you know like we we you know we don't, we don't keep secrets from each other we may not know everything about each other but we we love each other and we're committed to we're committed to finding out the things that we need yep. to know about each other right and so when it comes to these huge things like dreams and and what has been your dream they encourage each other so steadfastly to go for what they want even though it might not be um even though it might not be like selfish like selfishly i'm sure they would want to stay together but uh their dreams unfortunately uh have kept them at least geographically apart (laughs) (laughs) and so um but the fact that they still want that for each other is so so refreshing and i think it's like such a healthy part of their relationship um and so yeah i i I appreciate them for that and i appreciate that relationship for for that that they they encourage each other to live in the moment and and go for their dreams for sure yeah um and so again that's sort of ending in season three so they decide you know we're gonna uh, go back to being boyfriend and girlfriend for now so it's you know, and it, it, like Jordan said, like it made sense for them and they don't need to explain it to anybody and that they're just going to remain committed to each other. And so in the season four, we don't see a ton of Simone. We're about to see a. It, <laughs> like, it I, I get that she me. was filming Homecoming, but like, I feel like if we're going to close off her chapter on All American, like, she needs to go off a bang. Like, we need to see her. Right. Or like, even if we're going to start another chapter with her at homecoming, like we want to know more. Like, what is she, you know, what is she going to be before she arrives on Bringsden? Like, who is she before she arrives on Bringsden? Exactly. Uh, But unfortunately, we did not get a lot of that. Um, But what we did see is that Jordan has had some concerns about, you know, them just being, them remaining connected. Yeah. even though they're going to be apart and it it left on like they are both going um going going to make it work and they're going to try their hardest uh to make it work um and so you know here here's the part where we say what, what do we see next from Jordan now that we know sort of his dreams a lot about football you know, a lot having to do with football and a lot having to do with staying connected to Simone. Um, what, what do you see next, sort of, for Jordan? Honestly, I, what I see next for him is, like, I guess discovering himself, a sense, in a sense, in college. Mm-hmm. Like, what is what is his other interests in, outside of football? The type of relationships he wants to build? What does he, like, believe in or something? Like, I feel like... Yeah. Yeah. What we see next is I just him becoming an adult, like a grown a grown adult, college kid, like because like these kids obviously on the show essentially all grew up like very fast, like they were already acting like so fast adults, like <laughs> have their own business, you name it, like. So what I see next for him is definitely him coming into his like own like 
Because he mm-hmm. did that in season two with Simone, but yeah. I wonder how, like, how he's going to develop without her, in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. No. And, like, I feel like that you, like, took all the Savelle's put aside. <laughs> like, you got it. I I want to see who Jordan who Jordan is becoming, what uh, what his interests are, and really sort of solidifying this. Because I think one thing with Jordan that I don't think I've mentioned yet is that he, you know, we've mentioned the fact that he's a hothead. We've mentioned that he's, like, very much, like, reacts to things in the moment. Yeah, punching um, Spencer. <laughs> exactly. Very hot and cold, very up and down for sure. Uh, exactly, getting in fights all the time yep. for sure. <laughs> At the slightest bit of inconvenience, what somebody he stepped on somebody's shoes, they were upset. That's so a punch. Him, yep. Like literally, the sucker punches with Spencer and just start like he he has these moments of growth, but then he uh, he reverts, which I think is very true of like life. Not you know everybody's path isn't linear, but I, I want to see Jordan manage his emotions better Mm. and what does that look like like what does it look like when you don't um when you don't get your way like are you going to be angry about it every single time that you don't you get your way and if not like how are you going to evolve to a point where you you know accept that life is the way that life is um and like you said just mature and, and be an adult so that's that's kind of what I want to see with with Jordan. Uh, and like you said, apart from apart from Simone, like what we talked about in season two, apart from Liv having to tell him this, you know, apart from having to get advice from Spencer, but really seeing who he is, uh, who he is, sort of like coming into his own on his own, or at least majority on his own, because not everybody, you know, we don't yeah. live we don't live on islands, right? We need people. Um, but run. again, yeah. him him starting to take uh, more responsibilities for his his own actions. Um, what, what I think we need to just talk about is Jordan and Olivia's relationship. Oh right, we didn't like, touch how, on it. How do we, we forget the twins? Like, I really like their relationship. Like, right? I like because they really they got close. Like from season one to now, they're 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 literally siblings. Like they're like best friends. They're best friends. Cause they, cause no matter the situation, they always give each other advice, which I really like about them. Right, right. What I like about it, and you know, I do wish at times that Jordan was there for Olivia a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, but I think, I think he's, I think he's starting to be. I don't think that we get to see it um, as much on screen, but I love their banter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and her teasing him and them teasing each other. I love that nature. Um, of their relationship. But I think what I appreciate about Jordan and Olivia is that it like, even though we don't see them together, um, even though we don't see them together, I think as often as we think that we should for them being siblings, I think when it comes down to it and when there's big moments in either of their lives, that when it comes down to it, they're there for each other. Yeah. And I think that's what I love about their relationship. And they're going to be there for each other while also like making fun of each other yeah. and being real siblings. And so like, that's, that's what I love um, about, about Jordan and Olivia. And I hope that like, you know, as they're in college, like, right. They can't um, maybe as they're in college, like leaning on each other, leaning on each other a little bit more. Yeah. For sure. They need more scenes. 
They do. Uh, because listen, there's scenes like uh, mid season one through season two, there are scenes where like comedy. Yeah. <laughs> the, the kitchen comedy. scene with the Grandpa Willie like, situation. The kitchen yeah, scene, um, the scene where they got for their birthday where they got kidnapped, yeah. quote unquote, like just amazing. Yeah. Love, love the twins. Love the twins. Because they kind of felt Who do you think is older? Uh, honestly, I feel like Olivia's older. You feel like, I think because Olivia acts older, I think that, like, the writers are going to make Jordan the actual older slip. Because that kind of reminds me of me and my twin sister. I'm the older one, but she's way more mature than me. And her name is Olivia, (laughs) too, so. Oh, that's funny. Yes, yes, yes. So, uh, any other other questions you wanted to talk about? Are we going to talk about Jordana? (laughs) Jordana. Go ahead. This was more about Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. yeah, we can talk about Jordela. What do you want to say about Jordela? They're coming. Like, I, whatever you want to say. You said simply they are coming. Winter is coming. Yeah, yeah, Jordela is coming. coming. Prom. Like, literally, you can't l- watch the prom scenes and tell me that it's not going to lead to something more. Like, I don't care if Layla's with Clay. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> no. no, I think that, uh, yeah, there's been a lot of talk, especially recently because of all of like the promotion and stuff that's come out for uh for me and here's the thing like i said I, in my opinion like in the background they have been building to this yeah. uh for a very long time and i think uh, something that i appreciate about um about jordan and layla is that you know they 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 i think that they get each other and i think that they go through a lot of similar things and so they they have a certain level of understanding that i don't think they have with other people on this show i'm just thinking about the mirrors edit like that edit literally like (laughs) i I shipped i i I shipped them but like that mirrors edit literally just put everything in perspective like yeah, audience, I will uh I'll link the link to edit in the description. <laughs> it keeps getting taken down. So <laughs> <laughs> but it shows um for people that are there is like uh Justin Timberlake song mirrors, there's like an edit of Jordan and Layla and it shows it shows a lot of their parallels and a lot of parallels like I didn't even realize that they had. So it's really it's really a good edit for sure. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Any last things on Jordayla? They're co- other than they're coming, uh, I really other than they're coming, other than we should prepare ourselves because they are coming. I feel like people they underestimate Jordan in a sense because, like, mm. I remember 401 came out and like people were slamming him for giving her advice, but literally every scene they have together, it's verbatim like he always like gives her, they always give each other the advice they need to hear. Mm-hmm. So, like, it right. wasn't like unbelievable. Right. No, you're right. I think every single conversation they've had is, um, it's about really important things. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think, uh, yeah, I think that'll continue. And I think that they confide in each other in a lot of, of, of ways, for sure. I can't think of anything else. <laughs> Other than Jordan is going to be grown and Jordela is coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you want to end the pod. <laughs> But before Jordela comes, Jamone. you know, we got to see what happens with, with Jamone, for sure. We love, we love Jamone. <laughs> we love Jamone. No, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see how they handle um, Jamone 
especially within the first few episodes, like how the, those crossovers are gonna work for sure. No, well, I think they're still gonna be together through all of season one of Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think that would make sense too, yeah. for sure. But yeah, this has been fun. We talked about we talked about Jordan, where we've seen his character be throughout the seasons and where we see his character going and I'm excited I'm excited to see more from Jordan yeah. for sure for sure thank you Noelle for coming onto the pod thank you for having me <laughs> uh, your first time we had such a fun conversation I really enjoyed it that's that's the episode I hope everyone enjoyed it and thank you so much for listening stay tuned for the next episode